Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Verse 20 says, immediately he preached the Christ. Remember, and I know some people may not realize this, and many of us take it for granted. It's like we've known it for so long, we forget the significance of it. The the Hebrew word Messiah, Mashiach, the anointed one of God. In Greek, the word is Christ. It's not his name, it's his identity, the Christ. During today's message, Pastor Robert speaks about the identity and title of Jesus. It's all too often that we forget the true meaning and power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ was not Jesus' last name, but instead, it's his title spoken in Greek, Messiah. Jesus Christ literally translates to Jesus, our Saviour. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 9, as he continues his message, Paul's conversion. Saul of Tarsus leaves Jerusalem, right? He's got all this authority. Everybody's freaking out. And God grabs this guy. We don't know anything about Ananias, except that on that day he was listening, and Jesus told him to go and pray for Saul. Verse 17 says, Ananias went his way, entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul. Immediately there's that acceptance. There's that acknowledgement. Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me, that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Man, I just can't pass this by. Guys, you, do you realize what's just happened here? I mean, here's, here's this mighty, powerful, important guy, and he's baptized by a nobody in the middle of nowhere. Nobody else was around. I mean, it's like Jesus from day one was humbling Saul because he loved him. You understand, this is for his own good. Verse 20 says, immediately he preached the Christ. Remember, and I know some people may not realize this, and many of us take it for granted. It's like we've known it for so long, we forget the significance of it. The the Hebrew word Messiah, Mashiach, the anointed one of God. In Greek, the word is Christ. It's not his name, it's his identity, the Christ the Messiah. Immediately, Saul of Tarsus began proclaiming in the synagogues of Damascus that the Messiah, he's the Son of God. You should highlight that, by the way, if you actually want to dig in and study this. Verse 21, then all who heard were amazed and said, 
is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem and has come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. Now, it's not mentioned here, but one of the reasons I want you to go to Galatians is that he talks about it. This period of time right here, somewhere in here, either between verses 22 and 23 or maybe 25 and 26, Paul left Damascus and went to Arabia for three years. What did he do in Arabia? Apparently, he sat and listened to Jesus teach him. Now, after verse 23 says, now after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul, and they watched the gates of the city of Damascus. In other words, they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and didn't believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them in Jerusalem, coming in and going out, and he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Hellenists, but they attempted to kill him. When the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. They sent him home. Remember, that's where he was from. And another footnote, he was there, it's generally believed, about 10 years. Another 10 years of, of obscurity. There's no record of any ministry taking place. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. We don't know, but relative obscurity there. It's continuing to be prepared, continue, continuing to grow in his relationship with Jesus. Listen, never forget, your relationship with Jesus is always the issue, like we talked about last week. It's not what you can do for him. He doesn't need you to do anything. It's not about what you can do for him. It's about your relationship with him. He separated unto himself Saul of Tarsus, and they hung out apparently for somewhere in the neighborhood of 13 years or more before the real ministry began. Point number one of the three that I'm going to give you, Saul who became Paul, when he left Jerusalem, he was fired up. He had letters from the chief priests, and he's going to go and arrest all of these knuckleheads who have concluded that this nobody carpenter from Nazareth is the Messiah. How ridiculous could that be? We're going to, we're going to round them up. But the wording there, the word picture that's painted for us at the beginning of that passage, he was breathing out threats and murders. It's the idea of a man screaming at the top of his lungs. He's full of rage. That was Saul, like that guy, full of rage. Why? What was it that he objected to so forcefully? Well, listen, I, I can't prove this to you really, but I think we have a little glimpse of maybe part of the deal, part of the reason that Saul of Tarsus had so vehemently and violently rejected Jesus of Nazareth was the fact that he claimed to be the Son of God. We kind of, you know, it's one of those things many times I think in the church today, it's, it's, it's not emphasized. It's not, it's, it's not really thought through. It's, it's something that I find a lot of churchgoers don't think it's such a big deal. Yeah, whatever. I mean, who knows if he's that. I mean, certainly a, one, a great teacher, it's a brilliant prophet. Look back at verse 20. First thing Paul did after his baptism, Saul, who, had, who later became Paul, says immediately... 
Immediately, he proclaimed the Christ, the Messiah, in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. See, I think that was like a, that was a major epiphany. Even today, the rabbis don't believe this. Even today, you know, Jewish people will tell you, we, we have one God. You guys, you have three gods. We have one God. God doesn't have any children, not literally. He doesn't have any sons. And they misunderstand our doctrine of the Trinity. And, and you know, like you're, you're worshiping three different gods. No, we're not. We're worshiping one God. He expresses himself in three different personalities, but he's one. He's one because God is spirit. He is we separate because we think physically. He's, Saul is teaching, the Messiah is the Son of God. Verse 21 says, then all who heard were amazed. Isn't this the same guy who came here to grab up everybody that preaches this kind of stuff? I mean, it, what's going on? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Messiah. See, two separate issues always was still is, two separate issues. The Messiah is the Son of God. Jesus of Nazareth, he's the Messiah. Ergo, Jesus of Nazareth is the Son of God. You with me? This is so important. Why is it so important? Second point, observation number two here, the deity of Jesus Christ is central to our understanding of the gospel. See, it's central. It's critically important. Why is it critically important? Well, if Jesus was merely the Jewish Messiah in the way that the Jews had always expected and still expect, the anointed one of God, anointed to reestablish Israel as a nation, the ultimate great prophet of God's people, but, but nothing more than that, if that's all Jesus was, then he could not have been what he claimed to be the final and ultimate sacrifice for sin. That was why C.S. Lewis, the, one of the most famous quotes from C.S. Lewis, you know, about he's, he's, he's either, he was either a liar or a lunatic or the son of God. Lewis said, you know, this nonsense about him being a great teacher or a prophet, it's like, that won't work. He didn't leave us with, with the option of, you know, thinking that that's all he was. Because if he, if he wasn't the son of God, then he was a crazy person because he claimed to be the son of God. Or else he was a, you know, just a total fraud, a liar who millions and millions of people have died because of his big lie. The book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 